Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 69 in the book of Hebrews. In fact, this is the last official lesson in the book of Hebrews. And I'm going to title it, Jesus Gets a Promotion. And uh, stick around, you'll hear about that. So we're concluding the book of Hebrews. Yesterday we did a benediction where the Lord, we asked, Lord, give us the good stuff. And we'd ask that you give us everything good. Yes, that you would even prosper us. And then why? To do good, to do everything good. We are to be on your team so that we can be on your tasks. And the work that is in us is supposed to be pleasing in your sight. So I'm going to start in verse 20 from chapter 13. This is the two verses from yesterday. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. So then here are the verses for today. Final greetings. Verse 22, 13, 22. I appeal to you, brothers, bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom I shall see you if he comes soon. Verse 24, greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those who come from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with you all. That's it, period, end of Hebrews. So I got a kick out of a couple things this morning. One is that he says this is an exhortation. So what's an exhortation? It's a communication that seeks to change the entire world by changing you, one person at a time. So it's to move you from the status quo. Kind of it says you're not okay. So an exhortations are generally slightly unpleasant to receive. So he's saying to these, these people, hey, you were thinking the wrong way about angels. You were thinking the wrong way about Moses. You were thinking about the wrong way about sacrifice. So he had to kind of move them off of all those things. Then the thing I get, second thing I got a kick out of is he says, hey, I've written to you briefly. Wait a minute. This has been 13 chapters. You mean to tell me that the author of Hebrews had more he had more more bullets to shoot here, so to speak. He has he had left some stuff on the table besides these thirteen chapters. So we've gone at this with sixty nine morning considerations distilled into seven minute nuggets. And my thought is, you got more. What else do you have? Um, okay. So he says uh, he, he greets Timothy, mentions Timothy. And he says to the Hebrew uh, audience, you know Timothy. Timothy was in prison, so Timothy is doing some suffering. And Timothy, you remember, he is Paul's secret weapon. That is, he is the next generation of the way that the church is going to live forever. That is, by pouring into uh, younger, faithful people. And then he mentions uh, this group from Italy, those from Italy, those who come from Italy send you greetings. That possibly was, if this was written by Paul, then it might have been Prisca and Aquila would come to mind, but it possibly was somebody else. Next, we have this God of peace. God is here to reconcile the wor- world and to make friends out of enemies and to make family out of strangers. And the critical element is is obviously through Jesus, and I'll talk about him in just a second, but he gets brought from the dead. So the resurrection of Jesus is the critical element of Christian understanding. Okay, let's talk about his promotion. Jesus' character. So in John, uh, Jesus refers to himself as the good shepherd. Well, here, 
Jesus is referred to as the great shepherd of the sheep. So first, the bad news. The bad news is, number one, that you're a sheep and you're a knucklehead and you think poorly and you follow the wrong things. That's that's the business of being a, a sheep. That's the bad news. The good news is we have a good shepherd and today a great shepherd. The, the Hebrew is, or the Greek, excuse me, is megas, this great this large, this surprising, even strange Jesus, this great Jesus. So Jesus goes from being a good shepherd to a great shepherd, uh, which is why we're going to worship him forever. So we have this new shepherd, uh, a great shepherd with better blood and a better covenant, as Hebrews talks about, and uh, a, a better sacrifice. So Hebrews, in conclusion, Hebrews is a book written by a Hebrew to a group of Hebrews to tell, to tell them to stop acting like and stop thinking like a group of Hebrew thinks and acts. So we have a new sheriff in town, which is Jesus, and he is a great shepherd. So we have this new covenant, this new agreement, which is better than the old one. It's a better sacrifice, better blood. Uh, sorry, you still got the sin problem, but we've got a fix for it that is one time for all who believe. Believe in who? Have faith in who? Entrust in who? Well, it's Jesus. It's the high priest. He's the new covenant maker. He's the, uh, the creator. We learned all kinds of things about him. But the critical element that's mentioned here is that he was brought from the dead. So the death and resurrection, the suffering of Jesus is the one-time sacrifice. This is what makes him, one of the things that makes him not only the good shepherd, but the great shepherd of our souls who makes a way for us. So we have in Jesus, not only the good shepherd, we have the great shepherd. So at the conclusion of the book of Hebrews, we find that Jesus gets a promotion. Thanks for listening.